Hi, welcome to Crossman and Saying. I'm Tyreek Elker Mason. Today is my father's birthday. He turned 77 today. It's June 11, 2020. I was about to say 19 something. No one have mercy. Anyway, when you talk to someone who's 77 years old and who has lived a complete life, their perspective about things is a little bit different. They've seen things that you haven't seen. They've experienced things that you probably never will experience. So today's segment is dedicated to my father. I'm going to tell you a story about him and mostly about his perspective on the current situation. Um, this segment is called The more things change, the more things stay the same. Now, my father is from Pensacola, Florida. Um, There's a man that was born in the 40s. He participated in, in like, toward the late 50s, early 60s. He participated in Lewis County Cities. He got beat up, rotten necks thrown at him. Fights with white boys about racial slurs. Um, he had to use the colored, the colored um, water fountain, the colored this, the colored that. He was called Negro, nigga, all kind of the boy, all kind of derogatory names. Then he graduated from high school at 62, and he went into the military. So this is during the Vietnam era. He was gone until 1966. Now, when he left, everything was segregated in his town. So he told me, he said, when I left for the Greyhound bus, black people had to go around the back. We couldn't go in through the front door. They had a separate entrance. Even though we was going to the same place, we could go through the front door. We had to go around back to come in. He said, so... You know, I was gone the whole time. So when I came back in 66, he said he flew back in from Germany to New York. Then he took a Greyhound bus, trailway, whatever it was back then. He took a bus to Pensacola, Florida. He said when the bus pulled into the bus terminal, he didn't see no sign that said color. So he was thinking to himself, like, wow, they didn't kick us out the bus terminal completely now? Like, we can't even go in? So he said, you see the bag handler with a black man? He said, say, brother, um, so what's going on, man? We can't go in no more? They didn't take the signs down? So we can't even go in. He said the man started laughing and said, brother, because my father had his uniform on. Then he said the man kind of started laughing and told him, hey, man, you've been going a long time, haven't you? He said, yeah. He said, well, we could go after the front door now. And my dad was like, we can? And he said, yeah, we can. They let us go into the front door now. So, my father said he was kind of relieved, and, you know, as time went on, he saw some things get better, but then he saw other things 
become worse. Um, he said he saw the, you know, they took the jobs out of the black communities and, you know, he saw the, the, the creation of the single black woman home, you know, where the black woman was a single parent to her children. He said he started to see that become more popular. He also saw the rise of the drug epidemic in the black community. And so my father's perspective is that it's sad that we're still fighting for the same rights that he was fighting for, that others before him was fighting for. And he he told me this. He says, be careful whatever you guys do because throughout history, every time we try to make progress, they come up with some other way to weaponize the system against us. He said they weaponize the legal system, the political system, the educational system, and all social systems against us. But you have a government that's so diabolical that they will, and yet everybody always tell you, fact check it for yourself, the papers out there, when you have a government under Nixon, who are willing to purposely set out to destroy the black community by flooding with drugs. Believe you me, they got a plan for you black lives matter kids. That's what my father said. Believe you me, they have a plan for you black lives matter kids. That's what daddy said. No, we can't stand him. Of course, I'm a 46-year-old woman. But, again, he's 77, so I'm always his kid, you know what I mean? You know how your parents see you, they, they never really see you as, a, as an adult. <laughs> so, my dad said, you be careful. Y'all, y'all be careful and understand that if they not outright try to stop you the way they did back in his day, this is what he's telling me. He said, I remember when George Wallace stood in the doorway, literally stood in the doorway to prevent black children from going to the state university. He said, and then JFK had to send the National Guard down there to protect this little girl so she could get up into school. He was like, so if they're not outright doing it, believe you me, they're plotting and planning on you behind your back, behind closed doors. But they said, you better watch that Mitch McConnell. He said, you all think because y'all get get them to vote him out in Kentucky. He said, let's, let's say you do get get to vote him out in Kentucky. You think that's going to stop Mitch McConnell? Mitch McConnell is a white national, nationalist. He believes in white superiority. This is what my father's telling me. He was like, he is diabolical. And he is not to be trusted. That man, if he, even if he loses the election, he'll use every resource he has to complete his agenda of making sure that white nationalists stay in power. And that's what he said. I'm sitting there like, okay, daddy, I get you. He said, I'll tell you what I know. He said, this is the same government 
that gave the Tuskegee Airmen who were service members of the United States Air Force, they purposely gave an experiment on them, talking about they was given free health care. He said it gave them simplest to see how, how it would affect them between 1932 and the 1970s, all the way until the 1970s. He said, I'm trying to tell you, Tyra, they'll find some kind of way. He says, so y'all better be able to look out. Because that's what we have to deal with. So I said, so Dave, where are you saying we shouldn't fight? He said, yeah, you should fight. But you should fight from all angles. Don't just fight from one angle. If, if He said, right now, you got your finger on the pulse. The whole world is standing with you. Utilize that. Figure out a way to utilize that. He said, because if you don't, in this moment past your mind, They'll make sure you don't create another one. So anyway, my father is at the store getting something. So if you happen to see him out in the belt in Fanville, make sure you say happy birthday to an old timer. And thank him for his military service. And thank him for being a soldier in the civil rights movement. Thank you for listening. As always, be blessed.